1: Hi everyone, my name is Clara Shea, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. Today, I'm coming to you with another guest on the show and an interview with the incredibly talented Lindsay Baker. Lindsay is the owner of the Dance Center in Williamsburg, Kentucky, and also the creator of a company called Go Dazzle. Lindsay graduated from the University of Tennessee with a degree in theater and dance pedagogy. With more than 12 years experience as a dance studio owner, Lindsay is known for planning special events to dazzle her studios day to day, from producing recitals with imaginative themes and her annual holiday productions, Holodazzle, that feature an original story that she then sends to her dancers as a special Christmas gift each year. Lindsay also has an online business called Go Dazzle, where she shares her knowledge and creativity with other dance studio owners with the Godazzle blog and Godazzle shop. Without any further delay, let's dive into our dazzling discussion and interview with Lindsay. So thank you so much for joining me today, Lindsay. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, And I'm excited that this is your first podcast also.
2: (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it's so exciting.
1: Very, very fun. So I just wanted to start off by saying how much I really enjoy all the content on your blog and Instagram. That's where I found you. And I really connected with everything being so fun and colorful and exciting, which obviously really stands out to me on the Instagram feed. And I love particularly all of like the Dazzle and Holodazzle names, which I think is really, really cool. So can you tell our listeners a bit more about your background and how you got started with your studio, the Dance Center and the whole GoDazzle brand? Sure. Um, When I was
2: in college, I um, really discovered my passion for dance. Um, I started out as a music major in college, but then um, once I really got into dancing, I switched my major and transferred to a different um, college and um, just really decided to pursue that um, as my career um, and while I was in college I took uh, was taking some classes um, at a studio and then I started teaching at that studio and um, when that owner was interested in relocating to another area I just happened to be graduating from college and I had plans to open my own dance studio but the timing was just perfect for me to take over for her from her and purchase the business from her so I already had a great relationship with all of those dancers and all of those families and when I purchased the business it was just a really smooth transition and everything went went really well and I was so happy that I was able to um you know transition easily and I was um, able to keep uh, the dance center open and serving that uh, that area
1: yeah and that's really great because we you know you hear lots of different stories I guess about how people started either by opening themselves or like you said like purchasing or you know just sort of taking over another studio so it's always good to hear the stories that it works works really well both ways
2: yes and she uh you know, was able to mentor me and help me in the transition. And that was yeah. super helpful and uh, made made everything a lot less stressful than I'm sure it would have been had I not had that
1: support. Mm, mm, absolutely. And from there, what inspired you to create your Go Dazzle company?
2: Yeah. So um, I've been the owner of the dance center for this is my 13th season. And, um, a couple years ago, I, um, had this idea. Uh, we've, we've always, well, let's see. I have always done a Christmas show. The studio hasn't always done a Christmas show, but, um, I had always done a Christmas show. Um, and we really streamlined that and pared it down. So we are able to still have the show during the busy holiday season, but it's just not as stressful for everyone as a you know big giant year-end recital. Um, but a couple of years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to create a children's book to go along with our um, show, and so I got together with a actually a parent of at the dance center, and we worked on the book together and. Um, we used that to narrate our show and then at the end of, uh, the season or not the end of the season, the end of the Christmas season, um, I actually turned that into an ebook and sent it out to all of my, um, dancers, um, plus the Spotify playlist that had all the music from the show, um, as like a special Christmas gift. And it was just such a really neat way to commemorate the, um, show and the experience that they'd had at Christmas time with their families and the experience that they'd had working on being a part of that production and everybody really just loved it. And so from there, I did a couple more and I thought that, you know, this was something that other studio owners might enjoy um, sharing with their own kids. Just both, uh, if they didn't already do a holiday show, this is a great way to kind of dip your toe into that because it's way streamlined and um, way less stressful than producing a a big year end show. Um, But also having that aspect of um, getting to have the special book to send and the special um, Spotify playlist link to send out. um, It it just was a really cool, like gift to to give them and I think that they really enjoyed that. So that's kind of where I started with GoDazzle. Um and then from there um I just kind of got to thinking about other things that I enjoy in my in running my dance studio. And so part of that is uh I like to do kind of themed weeks at um at the dance center. And so I usually do those maybe like once a month, maybe not so often, but, um, I think that those give the kids something to look forward to and gives, gives everybody a little excitement, um, to, to look forward to throughout the months. And then, um, so I had some good ideas to share um, about different kind of themed weeks that people could maybe, uh, incorporate into their studio to add a little dazzle and excitement. And then, um, I also love our big year-end show, so um, it was always really important for me from the beginning to make sure that our themes that we did were, they kind of stood out and weren't um, kind of your typical theme, so um, we we have a lot of different uh, I don't know like a kind of a different take on those and also always loved um, choosing interesting music for those or like different versions of songs Um, so it wasn't kind of like the standard thing that everybody was really expecting so um, I even had a, a dad that was like a friend of a friend his daughter wasn't even dancing at that point but he was still coming to see our shows because he loved the music <laughs> so <laughs> oh, that's so cool yeah so he um came came up to me and told me how he always loved coming to our recitals because he always got to hear new music or like a fresh take on a song that he knew so um <clears throat> I just thought that this you know as studio owners we have so many irons in the fire and so many. Uh, things Mm. we're doing. um, Sometimes it's hard to get creative on things like this. So um, I thought that I could just share the things that I enjoyed with others and kind of help help people out maybe if they were feeling stressed or were looking for some inspiration.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I see on your website that you have those available for people to purchase. And that includes what you've already mentioned, like your boutique recital themes. And you've also got like that mini holiday holiday recital package with the storyline. So basically, obviously, after all the great feedback you got, is that what gave you the idea to then sort of share this service with others?
2: Yeah, um, I just, I don't know. It was a couple years in the making. I kind of had the idea to kind of put it out there and I sort of got started on it, but did, didn't really, you know, it didn't come to fruition. And, but then I just couldn't quit thinking about it. And I, I just kept thinking that, um, this was something that I, I don't know, couldn't get it, <coughs> excuse me, I right. couldn't get it out of my mind. So, um, I just really wanted to put it out there and see if it was something that, um, could help other, other people as they were, um, going through their, their years as well.
1: Amazing. And what do you find from like feedback, possibly that you've heard from other studio owners, as well as those people who have bought your packages? What do you find, or where do you find other studio owners struggle the most when they're planning, designing, or executing their recitals or concerts?
2: I also think we have a tendency to overcomplicate things, um, and then that makes us even more overwhelmed, um, Mm. and then it kind of snowballs, and then we have no idea what to do next. Um, So I like to keep things simple um, most of the time. And um, then I'll pick a couple areas where I can give like that extra 10% or that extra special dazzle, um, but try to do it in the places where it like really is going to make a big impact or it's really going to matter. And then Mm. um, everything else, I like to streamline and um, keep as, easy as I can. So I can really focus on that extra special dazzle in those places where it's going to matter.
1: Yeah. And I guess as well, like, I guess probably using the word like simplify versus like, like the minimum, because people, when you, I think you say like when we're doing the minimum, people think like, oh no, it's lazy, but it's not. If it's simplified, it can be as like involved and you know, amazing, but because you've just really streamlined it and again, you've got, obviously you're recording what you're doing, you've got all your to-do list and you've got a really clear flow. Well then you do have the time then to add that extra dazzle like you mentioned. And yes. do you have any areas that you love to add the dazzle more than others? Or do you like, is there anything that you have as an example of what, yeah. what you consider to be the dazzle?
2: Sure. Um, well, for example, like we really worked hard on our story and our um, playlist that we did as part of our all show. Um, but we also really do a <clears throat> as good a job as we can on um, choosing costumes each year. So we um, go to in, in the U.S. we have the United uh, Dance Merchants of America, um, like a costume show and so we'll take a trip to that and um, spend the time to like touch and feel every costume we think we're going to choose and um, that helps us make some really great decisions Um, and we always get comments um, about how amazing our costuming looks and we take a lot of time and effort to do that I also think that you can do some good touches to make kids feel special at the recital. So, um, I will do a little gift for my, you know, dancers. We also try to have their dressing rooms, um, look, you know, like a professional dressing room. So that gives them that kind of experience, um, Mm. where they're having like a really fun backstage, they're Mm. a, they're a star experience, you know, so that's Mm. kind of some places where we try to give a little extra dazzle. Um,
1: that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, like it can be easy too, but I just, I sometimes think that if we use the word easy, people go like, oh, well it's not easy, but I was like, well, it can be if you already have those Place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, um, yeah, my, my recital checklist I kind of do a rinse and repeat on that every year I'll go through and kind of see what worked and what didn't work and kind of where I want to tweak things and then I'll just do the tweaks and reprint it out and use it again next absolutely. year absolutely
1: <laughs> And that is how you make things simple. And then that's how you have the time to do those extra little things as well that Mm -hmm. you're talking about. Yeah. So that's so cool. I also saw on your website that you have created a mini student and parent handbook, which I also have at my studio and it's so amazing. And I have also have a teacher's handbook. So do you feel that every studio should, you know, provide a handbook or create a handbook and how has it been really beneficial to your studio?
2: yeah i love having a handbook um i think that it helps everybody stay on the same page and know what to expect from you and what is expected of them and i actually kind of think of the handbooks as a contract and um i think that that works both ways so i feel like that there are part there are parts of that handbook that i have to honor as part of that contract as the business owner and um, the person that is in charge, and then um, in turn, I'm going to honor that, and in turn, our parents have their part that they also need to honor, and our our staff does as well. So, um, yeah, I think handbooks are are a total thing you definitely need for sure.
1: Cool. And if you were, if someone was listening to this and they were like, "Oh, but where do I start?" Is there like one of those you is the most important first?
2: I would personally um probably start with your parent handbook um Mm -hmm. because i think that that's gonna be the biggest kind of game changer and uh influence the biggest amount of people in your studio because you have more parents than anyone else probably um Mm -hmm. and so just getting them helping them know what to expect and um kind of also I think it helps make people feel comfortable so like if they know what your calendar is they're going to feel you know more comfortable if they know what the dress code is they're going to feel more comfortable Um, and it'll take some of those questions away um, and help them feel more connected with you and more comfortable as a part of your studio.
1: Mm, absolutely. And I also saw your most recent blog post and it's all about how you hosted a free story time event at your studio, which looked so cool. And yeah. it was for, you know, outside community members as well as people in your studio. So can you share with us what inspired you to host the event and the results and how it benefited your studio?
2: Absolutely. our um, uh, Community circles has always been really important to me and um, it was just kind of a cool idea that I thought um, I could kind of do double duty with. So um, I wanted to create an event that I could invite both community members to and that's kids that were not involved at my dance studio at, at all. And I also wanted to invite current students to this as well. Um, And I didn't want it to be salesy or, you know, like I was trying to sell dance classes. I just wanted it to be Mm -hmm. a fun experience um, where I could just connect with these parents and connect with these students, um, whether they were current students or not. Um, And it helped to serve several purposes in our community. Um, It allowed me to, you know, reach out and do that community service. Um, which is really important to me and important, I feel like, in the area that I'm in. And it also helped, you know, these were just kind of secondary um, benefits, but it did help increase awareness of my studio. Um, It helps me be able to invite new people in and welcome them into the studio and make, you know, make some connections there. Um, And it gave those new people a fun kind of free taste of what our preschool program might be like, but in a total no pressure situation. And then it yeah. also allowed me to give some like extra value to my current students, like that extra mm-hmm. da- dazzle we were talking about um, before, um, which I also love. Like I I think, you know, you have your weekly classes and it kind of gets a little monotonous and sometimes, but um, I wanted to really invite you know, our current students in the, and give them some extra fun and some extra value too. So um, what I did was I read a story and um, <clears> that I did some dancing and activities that kind of connected and related to the story. And we had a photographer come in and she kind of surprised me even and brought a backdrop and did a, a princess photo shoot at the end. I wasn't even expecting that, but um, she kind of did a little extra dazzle herself, and that was really awesome. Um, and we had a really awesome time. And um, I'm actually planning our next story time at the end of this month. So we're looking forward to our next one.
1: It sounds like such a wonderful experience that you could even, you know, if it has enough value to make it a paid experience, but that you do yes. it as part of your, for the extra little bonus for your students as well, which is so cool. And like you said, it's a stress free way. So then to get a little bit of a taste of what you do but also in like mm-hmm. a different format which is really fun yeah
2: I t- and I totally think that you could pay you know you could charge for uh, an event like this yeah. 100% super easy but um, and I think that it, it's a great value that parents would uh, pay for yeah
1: mm. exactly it's just you know and then I think that's the the bonus or benefit of being you know the owner is that you can decide what is paid and you know mm-hmm. what you want to do for free, which is really cool. And that is, sounds so amazing. And I would encourage everyone to check out your blog about that if they're interested in looking at it more because the pictures were so, I saw a couple of pictures, I think when you were about to do it, which was really, really cool. But other than your amazing blog, are there any other resources you're currently enjoying such as different podcasts or books or YouTube has a plethora of stuff going on? Is there anything that you would recommend people checking out?
2: Well, my number one thing—I fell in love with confetti on the dance floor when it first started a couple years ago. And These are very uh, cool. Yes, Becca and Danny from um, Marietta, Georgia, and I've gotten to meet them a couple times. They're super, super fun and awesome. But I love—I mm-hmm. basically love everything they do. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a total mm-hmm. fan girl. <laughs> awesome. Um, yep. Yeah. And, um, I also love different drummer dance. Um, she has mm-hmm. a great blog and a great yes. social media feed and I've uh, she does. Be- become friends with Katrina. And It's been really, mm-hmm. um, super fun to meet and connect with different members of the dance community through social yeah. media and at different events. So I've really enjoyed that over the past couple of years. Um, mm.
1: yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, compared on the dance floor, they're really cool. We've used a couple of their camps and stuff at our studio and they've worked really well. And mm-hmm. I've had Katrina from different drummer dance, like you said, on the podcast. And she's super wonderful and has a heap of different activities and worksheets all about like self-love and dancer love mm-hmm. and like positive body image and things, which is great resources for teachers too if they're interested in checking that out. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And so lastly, Lindsay, how can our listeners find you online if they either live in your area and want to check out your studio or are interested in learning more about GoDazzle and those wonderful recital packages that you offer?
2: Yeah, if you live in Williamsburg and you want to come dance with me, I would love to have you. Um, you can visit our website at www.dancecenterky, because we're in Williamsburg, Kentucky, and I'll spell that for you, dot net. and we're also on Facebook and Instagram. And if you would like to learn more about GoDazzle, you can find me at go-dazzle.com and we are also on instagram at go underscore dazzle
1: amazing i would highly recommend everyone go and follow you and check that out and thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today awesome thanks so much it was wonderful to chat with you today thank
0: you for listening to the business of dance podcast for show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast